We've got Philip Malloy in the studio in Dublin because we'll be looking at movies and television. How, Philip? George, Hello, how are you? Philip? Hello, George. Earth calling, Philip? I can hear you, George. George, I can hear you. Hello? Hello, George. Oh, there you are. My, yeah. my, my uh, headphones <laughs> uh, went to AWOL. I see. Sorry about that. I uh, I stepped on them and pulled them out of the jack. Mm. Listen, I have to tell you, fantastic news. Yeah, what is it? I got my uh, Sky Q installed. Your Sky Q, yeah. Have you heard about Sky Q? No, no. Tell me what it does. Well, you have to get it, okay. right? Yeah. You have to get it. You can record four programs while you're watching a fifth. Yeah, I've heard it advertised, yeah. Right? Yeah. Then what you can do is you can link it to your iPad. Now, you can't link it to your laptop. You can link it to your iPad. Mm. So then if you go on a plane or something, oh, you can watch all your recordings on your iPad. Yes. Right? Yeah. And then what you can do is if you have two televisions in the house, you can pause it downstairs and go upstairs and redo it upstairs and it automatically picks up where you pause downstairs uh, but uh, the great thing is the recording four and watching five and, and what I, have you recorded with it recently what have you done with it recently well Ingrid you see under the old system wouldn't allow me <laughs> near it and she taped a deadliest catch in Australian, Australian fishermen and border what? patrol <laughs> Uh, uh, antiques roadshow. I barely was allowed tape the Good Wife, and apparently you have news of the Good Wife. I have, yeah. Actually, one of the things, first of all, one of the things we've always talked about about the Good Wife was there's this collection of about six or eight central characters, and most of them are worthy of, you know, like Kalinda. Most of them have been worthy of their own show in themselves. Now, the what, what has happened is the Good Wife ended in the U- U.S. Uh, on uh, last Sunday night week and uh, what has already happened is that the the two people who, uh, who who basically created The Good Wife Robert and Michelle King they have written um, a spin-off and the spin-off will focus on the characters of Diane Lockhart that's the, the, the lawyer played by Christine Baranski and Luca Quinn and Luca Quinn was she's played by an English actress called Cush Jumbo she came into the series remember at the end in the, in the final um, season she came in uh, and she was in the Be bond. Be careful now, because Mark Simpson is still on series one. I see. Producer, yeah, I'm not giving so much away. So be careful. Yeah, uh, but she, she, uh, uh, Luca Quinn is the, the the young lawyer who was in the bond court with Alicia. So uh, anyway, that's what they've done. They've now they've they've set um, they've set up the the mechanism for a spin off, and uh, it's been accepted by CBS. And uh, it's 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 for a new CBS all subscription. Digital service in the United States, and they've also apparently they've also done a new version of the original Star Trek for this um, uh, service. But I presume they'll be available in the normal way um, on this side of the Atlantic. I have to tell you, without giving Mm. anything away, Mm. I considered that the last series, I think series seven of The Good Wife, by far the worst of any of the series. Oh yeah, I thought it was very poor, very trite. Uh, too much like about love affairs. I thought, no, I thought it was very poor. Um, But uh, 
the the uh, the thing I have no interest in is some this X Men apocalypse. <laughs> I've never seen it. What well, is it? It's the main. It's the I suppose it's the main opening this week, and it's another one of these uh, Marvel superhero um, um, stories. And it's about uh, the the, the X Men are people with. Uh, they're mutants. They're called mutants, and they're people with special powers like telekinesis or stuff like that. And what they are basically is they're divorced. They're cut off from the rest of society, and um, they, they 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 generally live in this school uh, for kids with special talents. And anyway, what's happened in in this case is um, it's called uh, X Men Apocalypse. And Apocalypse was this uh, this the, what they call the first mutant, uh, a super mutant who lived in ancient Egypt 5,000 years ago and um, the the story actually begins with an attempt to transfer some of his powers to a cohort and what happens is the the place where they're doing it is attacked and uh, it all goes wrong and he's buried and what uh, he's he's, then he's basically he's in hibernation and he's there um, until 1985 when he's roused again and that's basically what the story is about well hold on one Philip they've been doing this they've been doing this there's some fellas in hibernation for Mm. 50 years yeah but it's not just that I mean there's all kinds of angles in this that are old that are as you say trite that have been done before and this is the ninth installment in the X-Men oh. franchise. And one of, one of the things, George, that really gets me about it is that they all, all of these superhero stories, they all end the same way. They all end with the good guys and the bad guys going up against each other and throwing all kinds of stuff, throwing bits of buildings and cars and tanks and everything um, at each other. And so, you know, this is coming in the last, whatever it is, 40 minutes or three quarters of an hour. And what it does then is you know the ending and what it does then is it undermines everything dramatically undermines everything that's gone before okay sorry we're not recommending no no we're not we're not just to mention by the way who's in it Jennifer Lawrence is in it James McAvoy Michael Fassbender Nicholas Holt Rose Byrne and Oscar Isaac so there's a good cast in it and the other thing about it is that it opened today today Wednesday it opened in Ireland all right, now you got we got a huge reaction last week to Hill Street Blues. Yeah. Your reflection yeah. on a series past, I'd never seen it. So hopefully you'll do a series this week yeah. that I have seen. Well, okay. First of all, one of the things we uh, we were going to do was to intermittently do a piece like this, take a, um, a show and uh, look at it and look at what happened to the people that were in it, the main people in it uh, after in afterlife, after the show ended. Uh, but the response was so good, we thought maybe we'd go for the next six weeks, uh, one a week, and see what happens. Now, as you know, uh, cop shows and lawyer shows and medical shows, they're to a penny. So I was looking uh, at an approach that would, you know, give uh, different kinds of shows uh, an airing. And obviously, one such was The Waltons. Ah, you're joking the me. Walton. Listen, <laughs> I never saw the Waltons. Oh, when are you one. going to do a series? An- another one. An- another one. Now we're going to get a deluge of people saying, "Where, where, where, where have you been?" Um, and uh, yeah, okay, and okay. Uh, what we'll do is we'll start with uh, the music, which I'm sure you'll be familiar with, and uh, then we'll we, we lead on from there. Thank you. 
I, I tell you. Are you there? I'm here. I'm here with you. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, never, we, heard, yeah, you, you I never heard that before. Yeah, that's, ha- that's, I never heard it before. Yeah, well, okay. Well, where have you been then? You haven't heard it before. Everybody, that ran for nine seasons, that show. And but it's a rubbish show, the Waltons. It, who, you, gee, you bet you're unbelievable. How in the name of God can you say it's a rubbish show when you haven't seen it? <laughs> I just make decisions. Oh yeah, you, you just make these things up off the top of your head. You you're, must be suffering co- from concussion. Although yourself. I saw the feature film on which it is based. Yes, which is, which is uh, Spencer's had, Mountain. Yeah, it is Henry Fonda, mm. Maureen O'Hara, my one of my fav, great favorite actresses, mm. and a fellow I was watching last night. I was fiddling about with my Sky QC trying to find out how it worked and I download you can download movies I downloaded Battle of the Bulge and who's in Battle of the Bulge but James MacArthur mm. who was in the Waltons yeah. film who was but he was in that and uh, but he was probably most famous for playing uh, Dano um, in Hawaii Five O. He did that, yeah. I think, for about twelve seasons. And yeah. as you say, okay, it was it was written by a guy called Earl Hamner Jr. and it was based on his family's life in the Blue Ridge Mountains in Virginia during the Depression. And um, CBS they they decided to do it after there was a debate in Congress. There was this big debate in Congress uh, in in which the networks, the three networks at the time, were criticised for the lack of rural stories on television. And uh, CBS then decided that they'd put this up and they put two shows up against it. One call, I don't know if you remember this uh, entertainer called Flip Wilson, the Flip Wilson show and uh, Mod Squad. They put the two of those up against it. The two of those were very popular and they said to themselves, well, this now will kill uh, the Waltons. This will kill this demand for rural shows. But it didn't. Uh, And the series was a huge success, ran for nine seasons, two. 210 episodes and three TV sequel, TV movie sequels as well. So uh, enormously successful. I know why I didn't watch it. I oh, got geez. onto it once. I got onto it once, and it was good night, Charlie. Good night, Joe. Good night, Granddad. And typical, I mean, typical. You were looking at it from the bottom up. That was the end <laughs> of the show. That was the end yeah, of the bloody show. I know. I never watched it after that. Could, could I just mention some of the the, the the people in it though, because they're absolutely fascinating, George. Um, uh, first of all, there's an actor called Ralph Waite, and you, you you heard a car bumping in that piece of music there, and that was Ralph Waite, the father actually arriving at the at the Waltons' home, and uh, he had a, an amazing um, life, and it, what happened with him was he was to, he, his agent told him that the the, the show uh, wouldn't last that he should go to Hollywood, make a few books and return to the New York stage. And as it happened, as I said, it ran for nine seasons. He was there for the nine seasons, directing 15 episodes of it. And he became, he, he, he you know, he had a successful life and career based on the Waltons. But but he had, he did all kinds of things. He actually started out as an actor at the age of 32, which is which was quite old. And he had been, George, he had been a minister at the United Church of Christ in Long Island, uh, before that, he was also a social worker. He ran for Congress twice 
And he, I don't know if you remember it, uh, Sonny Bono. Remember Sonny and Cher? Sonny Bono. I do, of course. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, Sonny Bono actually had a, a, a seat in Congress. Then he died and his wife stood for the seat and she be, beat Ralph Waite when he went to try and get it. But he, anyway, he played uh, the father. Uh, but there are all kinds of others. Will Gear, whom I'm sure you know, he played the grand. A lot of listeners remembering yeah. him. Dave said, amazing character. Yeah, yeah. The interesting thing about him, though, he's, he was absolutely fantastic. He was a communist and he was an activist who toured work camps in the US with Burr Lives and Woody Guthrie during the Depression. He was blacklisted for his refusal to testify against his friends in the House and on American Activities Committee. And uh, he, so he had very little uh, sort of career um, on film or on television during the 50s and 60s. Then um, he uh, the, 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 the whole business of the House Committee was was kicked out. And uh, his career, like many others, his career um, uh, revived. Uh, one of the he was one of the things about him, by the way, that listeners may not know, he was a great botanist, and he created uh, what what were called Shakespeare's gardens in several parts of the United States, and these were gardens made up of all the plants mentioned in Shakespeare. So he was a, he was a wonderful guy. He had a great um, he had a, a really good career on and off. All right. Well, uh, I missed it all, although everybody has given out yards to me here. Uh, the father also played a slave trader in Roots. Yeah. Uh, uh, Dex says, I would love the Waltons. Yeah. Uh, the Waltons brings back great memories, uh, says a listener. Well, that's what grew we want up, to do with this slot, bring back memories yeah, for people. Grew up on Hill Street Blues, St. Elsewhere, and Cagney and Lacey. No, I was, no, Cagney and Lacey. I was expecting you to do that. Yeah, yeah this but, but okay, we did a cop show last week. Will you use your imagination, for God's sake? We did a cop show last week. I wasn't going to do another cop show this week. Yeah, uh, the uh, person says this is a great show when I'm not presenting it. <laughs> <laughs> could I just mention? It's, could I just mention yeah. one, one other? The grandma in it was played by an actress called Ellen Corby George, and I don't know if you remember Stonewall, uh, Stonewall Tory and Shane. Remember the guy who was actually killed by Jack Palance? Well, he, yes. was, he his wife in it was was played by Ellen Corby, and she had an amazing career as well. She won three Emmys um, on, on, on the Waltons uh, she started out as a script girl and then spent over a decade in uncredited bit parts in movies and uh, she, mostly she would play maids and secretaries and wa- waitresses and gossips and often in westerns and as I say she was, she was Elisha Cook uh, Jr.'s wife in Shane all right. Now, um, the uh, can you get it anywhere? Do you think? Is it available? I, no, like I'm, I'm, on I'm DVD? Pre- yeah, I'm pretty sure the box is available. I'll, I'll have a look and we'll announce it next week. We'll, I will say All next right, week. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, more news. Actually, from I, me? I, I, no, actually yeah. I, ha- I, I know I have. <laughs> I have the box actually at home, but uh, anyway, we might actually give it away in a competition or something like that. What do, you, what do you think? Oh, definitely we should give it away. <laughs> I'm absolutely in favour of <laughs> giving it away. No, no, no. There's a big interest in it. All right. Yeah, well, we're going to get other people to present it because that listener prefers somebody else sure, doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Keith says, if Mrs. Walton had a great cleavage, George would have watched the uh, Waltons. <laughs> your, your listeners know you too well. Uh, All right, what else have you got for me? Uh, well, you mentioned James Bond there when you were, so we better, de- we better deal with that. 
Um, yeah. I don't know if you noticed or not, but the British uh, bookmaking chain Corals, they've suspended betting on who will be the next James Bond. And that was after the odds on the Tom. The it's going to be our man, is yeah, it? Yeah, Tom Hiddleston were dramatically shortened. And you say, when you say our man, you're referring to the fact that he was, so, such a, he was such a hit in the night manager. And what happened was last weekend, um, apparently bets on him um, went went to two to one, to one on favourite, and uh, the Corals then said that they had no choice but to pull the plug on the market, and the the movie uh, um, followed the move. Sorry, followed claims that Hiddleston had been spotted meeting the director of the last two Bonds. That's Sam Mendes. He won't be directing the net one, ne- next one, but he seems to be uh, to fulfil some kind of advisor role in this thing. Um, then the producer Barbara Broccoli as well. They were seen um, meeting in. Soho in central London and uh, as you know as well uh, Damien Lewis and Idris Elba they were they, they apparently attracted some money um, earlier in the year but they're, they're, um, the possibilities of them getting it has kind of faded now okay. and uh, so it, it looks it looks and I, I, I think he'd be ideal one way just just before we go off that one thing we should say is that Daniel Craig has done four which is the same as Pierce Brosnan did and in, in the first one Skyfall he's, he, it grossed over a billion dollars and Spectre then the last one grossed 880 million so um, it's going to be hard to dislodge Craig I have to say yeah um, the the uh the situation I downloaded you mentioned Damien Lewis there I'm having great fun testing this Sky Q thing mm. and I downloaded you can download all of billions have you seen any no, of I saw the, Damien and, Lewis well, no, I, saw, I saw the first episode and I thought, it it was, I thought it was smashing I thought it was really, really? great oh, yeah, it oh, has good. it had all those had all these kind of dense character situations great dialogue uh, two protagonists that, uh, that are that are real sort of meaty characters and uh, it's uh, it's set in in in, in the sort of finance world in New York, and uh, th- this billionaire is played by Damien Lewis, and this this lawyer uh, paid by Paul Giamatti, who's after him, trying to bring him down. So it's it's worth seeing. It's going to run, I think, for the next. It's running for twelve episodes, so there's still eleven to go, and it's on at nine o'clock tomorrow night. Yeah, but but you've 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 got a film now you work with Damien Lewis in. Yeah. Like I'm a huge fan of Damien Lewis, but you're not a fan of this no, film, no, I'm, are you? I, I'm. I'm. What, what's it called? I, well, I'm. I'm surprised. I'm surprised at it. Um, it's called The Silent Storm, and uh, it was. Uh, it's a. I, I suppose an austere melodrama. It's set on this uh, island off the uh, west coast of Scotland in the years after uh, the Second World War, and he plays this kind of sour-faced pastor. He's losing his flock because the uh, the mine on the island has moved, and uh, the flock basically has moved with him. And it's about his relationship with his wife. She he he's, he's an absolutely torrid character. Um, he beats her, rapes her. He, he's very very tough on her, and and. He He's, he's a pastor, as I say. And uh, and then what happens is this young delinquent arrives and he he takes a position between the two of them. I have to say I was disappointed in it. All right. Now, the Waltons is on Sky. 
every night at one o'clock in the morning (laughs) on true movies. And you can, a lot of listeners are recording it. Uh, Siobhan in Limerick is doing it. James in West Cork. uh, Ken in Maynooth. All people talking about the real nostalgia, talking about the Waltons. uh, George, are you not convinced? Are you not won over that these are the things? Yeah, well, Siobhan, yeah, Siobhan says her children, teenagers, Love the Waltons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. I have to say, what are you doing about Ocean's Eleven? You're making a mess of it again, uh, are you? <laughs> I'm certainly not making a mess of it. What you're referring to is the fact that um, it's okay. Ocean's Eleven was um, a heist movie, in fact, with two sequels. Uh, that starred George Clooney and what's happened now is they're doing they've, they've done an all-female version of Ghostbusters as you probably know or maybe you don't know and uh, I don't na- care and, and now they're doing um, an all-female version of Ocean's Eleven and it won't be a reboot what they call a reboot but a continuation of the George Clooney films in which Sandra Bullock would play uh, Danny Ocean's ex-con sister and they're negotiating at the moment with Jennifer Lawrence to co star in it and uh, it'll be okay. dire- yeah, it'll be directed but, but, by a guy called Gary Ross all right now my 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 problem here is I didn't like the George Clooney versions I mean I, I, the Sinatra one was it as far as I was oh, concerned oh for God's sake but the, the Sinatra ah, one the sake, si- Sinatra, Sinatra one doesn't hold up at all for God's sake <laughs> the best thing about it is for God's sake is, is Sammy Davis Jr. singing that's the best thing about it now, but hold on. Mm. Uh, what I am interested in is I had a dame on during the week who wants a certi- an F certificate, right? A dame, a dame. F- yeah, but she was. I, she's from the Boston. Uh, why are we calling bat, her? Why, are we, ca- why, why are we calling her a dame? There is nothing like a dame. Nothing in the world. <laughs> that's all there we, is nothing. That's you all we can need. You, you sing that is anything like. Okay, a what happened? Day. She was on. She was on during the week. I'm sorry, I asked this question. Yeah, from the yeah, from the Bath Film Festival, right? Yeah, and she wants an F for feminist uh, certificate. So, if the uh, director is female or the person who wrote the script is female, or there are strong female characters, it gets an F certificate. But what does that do then? It just it's announces like, that they're strong female characters. It just announces, it's a, just tells people they're strong female characters. It's more, it? of, yeah, it's more of the feminine rubbish. Mm. But I, I have a question for you, though. Mm. Because I wouldn't be opposed to an old... I was trying to think, can you think of any movies or whatever, that were all female, but were fantastic. No, I can't. Right, well, I'll give you one. Yeah, give it to me. I'll give you one. Yeah. Television series. Can't remember the name. You said a film. You said a film now. All right, okay, television series. Okay. Right, right, right. Who's cribbing? A a series, they were all in a Japanese prison camp. Do you remember that? Yes, At the end of the war. What was it? I forgot what it was called. Now, that was... That was all women. That was brilliant. Yeah, but... And then there was another one. No, it wasn't brilliant, George. It wasn't brilliant. Tenko! Tenko! Tenko, yeah. But the the one Virginia McKenna was in as well was um, A Town Like Alice. Was that... uh, That was was, was, was very good, Jack. Was that team, With Peter Finch. Yes, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, and there was another one which was about uh, prisoner war camps as well with women. It was called Nurses or something, but that was old black and white before you were born. <laughs> uh, Jesse Dink's Little House on the Prairie. Uh, was much better. No, we, we don't. We listen. We don't want to push our luck now with these <laughs> sentimental shows. Wasn't your man in Little House in the Prairie? Wasn't I loved him. An angel. I loved. He, he was. He was an angel. And I, at one stage, I I did some a, a couple of series of articles uh, from Hollywood, and he. I met him twice, and he, I told you this before. He, he as a kid, he was a bedwetter, and he used to go all over the United States actually talking about this. And at one stage, um, he had been adopted by two Michael Lander yes he had been adopted by two elderly parents and um, they couldn't understand him him, uh, wetting the bed and his mother uh, she made him go to school one morning with a a wet sheet uh, um, attached to his back uh, but he was, he was, oh, George, he was a wonderful guy. He was very articulate, very funny. He invited me onto the set of Highway to Heaven, which is the one you're talking about. And uh, then we went to, and then I met him the next night. We went and had a few drinks. He was great. He was wonderful. Now, Barry, quite right to point out, Sex in the City, another all-female uh, series? Yeah, 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 it is. But it's not great. Oh, but Tenko was super. Uh, Do you remember the Dutch nun? Do you remember her? Yeah, I'd I'd like to watch it again just to see how it holds up. No, I thought it was very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bridesmaids is all female, says Sam. That was rubbish. And, and I, 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 did you see that? Now, honestly, no, did, no, there no. you go. How can you say it was rubbish? Sam said it. Sam said it. Oh, it was rubbish. Not me. There you go. Anyway, could I just Sorry. mention the picture show? Before the picture show, we got a query while I was in holidays. Another appalling television series has reached series four, Banshee. Yes, yes, yes. We you did you when you were away the week before last. We got a, a, a well. Obviously, we got a query from a person asking what has happened to it. And there was more than one person uh, expressed an interest in it. Well, it's reached series four. It's the fi- series four is the final series, and uh, up to now they've had ten episodes. As you recall, George, it used to be on at ten o'clock at night uh, after Game of Thrones. Well, it's now it's on Friday night, Sky Atlantic, ten o'clock, and it's eight episodes, eight of the final episodes. Is it as brutal as before? Well, I, I couldn't I, take I, the brutality yeah. after series one yeah well I presume it is um, it certainly right. didn't the brutality and it didn't abate um, at any time okay. after so I, it was brutality it was nudity yeah. it was rough language so there you got it another series I haven't watched is Game of Thrones and Padder and Drumcondra says it's now boring time to end it it's not boring it is boring it is boring I know. I, 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 they, they have announced uh, that they're 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 coming to the end of it, but um, right. under Tell no man. circumstances would I consider it boring. Tell man, Louise, best female film ever. Now you're talking. Done. Now you're talking. Steel Magnolias. Maybe no, says. no, 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 no. I tell you, what was a fantastic female movie in French. Diabolique. <laughs> Diabolique. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember that? I do. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, and with it, with that great French actress, remind me, uh, Simone Signoret. Signoret, yeah, yeah. What? That's an unbelievable. She was married to Yves Montand, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and of course the baseball movie League of Their Own. League of Their Own wasn't too bad, I thought. Yeah, but yeah, no, it, it was. It yeah. was terrible. But I mean, it, there were women. But it wasn't too bad. I believe it wasn't too bad. I thought it was quite funny in parts, and I actually thought that the uh, character played by Tom Hanks in it was quite strong. 
it, it is um, another one I haven't watched is Orange is the New Black. Yeah. Predominantly female cast. No, well, it's all, it's all set in a women's prison, so I oh, presume, right. I, I presume yeah. that it's going to be <laughs> okay. They're they're on. I think they're on to series four, and they've and they've renewed it. This is really unusual. They've renewed it for five, six, and seven as well. Wow. So it's, yeah, so it's one of those. Uh, it's one of those series that uh, kind of launched, like Game of Car- Cards. It's one of those ser- series that launched Netflix. As, all right. So yeah. Yeah, uh, Amy likes me singing. She wants more. <laughs> All about Eve. There's a really good one. Listener says yeah. Charlie's Angels, uh, Golden sh- Girls. <laughs> What's I mean, that? there's some really good stuff. Uh, all, all about Eve is is good stuff, and uh, the the thing about that and is, and some it, like it hot was a great female <laughs> movie. As yeah, of a, a sort, yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah, you know, in uh, yeah, I was going to say something, but I won't. Uh, but the uh, there was something else coming up which you were going to talk about. Oh yeah, the picture show, uh, which goes out on Saturday night as long as there's no rugby. No, we just you are, are you with... out to confuse people? Are you? There's <laughs> n- it goes out at six o'clock on Saturday night for an hour, and we have an exclusive right. interview with two-time Academy Award-winning actress Jodie Foster on the program. No, yes, have you? yes, on Saturday night, the only radio station in Ireland. Uh, with this interview in the world well I don't know and uh, she's as you know she's had a lifetime in cinema she actually started off I think at the age of two or something like that can I ask you a question just let me say that she's the director of the George Clooney Julia Roberts thriller Money Monster which goes on release here on Friday week and we'll also be carrying a full roundup of this year's Cannes Film Festival and predicting the likely winners there you go can I ask you a question yes uh, ask me did Jodie Foster get an Academy Award for the movie where she was raped she in did. the billiard she hall did. or something. She did. And, what was that called? And, and also in Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, she, she but also. I thought that the one in the billiard hall was a fantastic because uh, another favourite actress of mine was her lawyer. Isn't that so? That's right, yeah, yeah, from Top Gun. The Accused. Yes. Uh, the Accused uh, is the name of the, the movie, yeah. 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 But your one, there was something very interesting about your one who was her lawyer. What was Kelly her name? Mc, Kelly McGillis. Oh yeah, didn't she? She did a same-sex marriage. She, or something she like did. That. Yeah, I was. I, oh, you, you can really bet on you to come up with the stuff like that. <laughs> she. Uh, she <laughs> Where did. else would she, you get it? Like did. except here. She did. She came. Uh, she was. Uh, she. I done really that, thought. Right? I know. I. I. I really liked her in The Accused. I really liked her with Tom Hanks in The Flying Thing. Do you remember that? Yes. The yes. aeroplanes. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, the Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise, yeah, Top Gun, and then of course, most of all, in Witness. Oh yeah, she was great in Witness. I, I can watch Witness every day of the week. Yeah, I think Witness is an underrated film, and I oh, think yeah. I, I think that Harrison Ford is underrated in it, and she's really good in it. Yeah. All right. Best luck with the picture show at six o'clock. Jodie Foster um, talking to Philip Malloy, the only radio station in the world to whom she is giving uh, an interview. Stop this patronising crap, says Roisin. I I always patronise him. It's the way the show works, Roisin. That's what we do. You're a bit late coming in now. We've been doing it for 14 years.